This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's Wednesday here on the Steelers Standard. That means it's Power Ranking Wednesday. Uh, I love these Power Rankings, Tom. Why? They're a nightmare for me. They're so hard to do no, this year. No, I'm just year. saying I love Power Ranking Wednesday. It's just a nightmare. I, I don't know where to put teams. Teams are changing constantly. I had the Bengals as high as number five, I think, at one point. Now they're nowhere to even be found. I mean, things are just changing constantly. The landscape of the NFL just changes week to week. I mean, it's it's That's so funny. hard to predict Sorry. this this NFL football league. But at least it's not as big of a mess as the college football playoff committee. Great point. Let's talk about Odell before we get into this, though, real quick. Sure. Uh, cleared waivers. Free that, free Odell little, work. He's free to sign. To yeah, I thought a team was going to snag so him. So did I. Uh, but he is free to sign wherever he likes. I saw speculation yesterday that the team he might sign with, or at least the team he's keen to sign with is the Green Bay Packers. Wouldn't be horrible. Makes a lot of sense. Be the second uh, fiddle to Devontae Adams and have one of the all-time greats throwing the ball to you when he doesn't have COVID and is actually playing. But Packers are notoriously cheap when it comes to signing free agents, and they don't really bring Rodgers help at all. Beckham can be had on the cheap, so maybe that's working in their favor. Let's just say this. I'll believe it when I see it when the Green Bay Packers sign Odell. You know? Even though Odell wants to go there, I don't think the Packers are a team, I think, of going out and making a big splash. Now, if he was like, I want to go to the Saints, I'd be like, oh, the Saints make splash plays all the time. I bet the Saints sign him tomorrow. But They also uh, don't have the quarterback to really get him the ball. No, they don't. But uh, he just I, maybe he, by the time you listen to this podcast, maybe he's already a Green Bay Packer. But uh, like I said, I'll believe that when I see it. But that's the latest on the Odell Beckham front of things. Let's get into these power rankings right now. Jacob Recht and Tom Opperman's Week 10 power rankings here. I'll start with my number 10 team, the New England Patriots, the number 10 team in the NFL. Bill Belichick up to his old tricks again, man. They're 5-4, two-game winning streak on the road. They go to L.A. and beat the Chargers. Then they go to Carolina and beat a terrible Carolina oh, Panthers man. team. Way that to is go. beating the beating the Panthers. Congratulations! You got to give you your Super Bowl trophy now. We, and then we in go. an earlier episode we did, we just talked about how the Steelers got to take care of business against the teams they got to take care of business against. And now you're disparaging the Patriots for doing the exact same thing. Well, it's the, interesting the to hear are that. In my top ten, and neither are the Patriots. I'm not. I'm not giving a team that takes care of business against lesser teams. Top 10 worthiness. I don't know if the Chargers are a lesser team to go on the road and take care of business against, but I digress. They're the number seven seed as it stands right now. They're a half a game back of the Buffalo Bills in the NFC East, and they got, or AFC East, and they got two games left against the Buffalo Bills this year. Old Bill Belichick, I think, might slide his way into the playoffs you know, this year. Just two weeks ago, you were saying, I think this is the year where. The Bills finally get the better of the Patriots. I they, think they so too. Them. But they just but lost to the Jags. Zero, you're saying no. I didn't think they were going to lose to the Jags. So we'll see if if Bill can get up to his old tricks and, and dominate a team he's owned for the past 20 years in the Buffalo Bills. But I got the New England Patriots checking in at number 10 on my Week 10 power rankings. So my teams 10 and 9 had maybe two of the worst losses on the year this past week. And I could have flip flopped. But I'm going to go my number 10 team, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to put them at the bottom of my top 10 because this is the team, Tom, where we had said you have the easiest path between either conference to your number one overall seed, and you fumbled the ball. 
Not only did you fumble the ball, you got blown out by Denver. Yeah, it was weird. How do you do that? So weird. Denver's offense isn't anything special. Teddy was throwing bombs left and Your right. Your defense is it should be a top ten defense, especially with Trayvon Diggs. Well, that's what I'd be worried Michael about. Parsons. They attacked Trayvon Diggs a lot, got and exposed. they burned him yeah. a lot. So Jerry Judy finally back from the IR, and only his second week had a big game. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Tim Patrick had a big touchdown catch. Tim Patrick had a big touchdown catch. I mean, we're 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 hyping up the Broncos' the offense right now but only because they expose the Dallas defense. This offense, yeah, you can name names, but this isn't this isn't an overall great offense, but these guys took were able to to beat out this Denver or this this Dallas defense. For Steelers fans too, this is bad because I don't trust the Broncos. You got the head to head against the Broncos. I think they're a bad football team. But they're still They're 5 be and 4 though. Right. They're, they're still, still 5 and 4. Keeping themselves in the hunt. You needed the Cowboys to give them that 4 and 5 and start pushing them in the wrong direction. Now so all they of a sudden just give up. Now all of a sudden they're right there with the Patriots at 5 and 4 tied for 7th. Like also, they're right there. Let's also not forget this came in the week where they lost Von Miller. Yeah, he was keeping the, he was holding them back. You would have thought that that would have been the nail in the coffin. Well, you think they were they giving up on the year. And then they, they what? They get to four and, and they move to what? Four and three on the year. So they, they lose three of their next four. They lose Von Miller. That's it, right? No, not at all. They go on the road and they beat Dallas. How is that possible? Well, one interesting point that I think Mina Kimes brought up when that was happening was, you know, Teddy Bridgewater would have had some market for him in the NFL. So. They move on from Vaughn Miller. She was expecting them to move on from Touchdown Teddy, too, because they're done with the season. The fact that they didn't move on from Touchdown Teddy, though, maybe there's some hope in Denver still that they can salvage something, and the Vaughn Miller deal was just too juicy for them to pass up. Still think Denver fades, but Steelers fans, Dallas, they needed to do you a favor on Sunday, and they completely fell flat on their face. And again, I put Dallas as my number 10 team because... You have the easiest path out of all 32 teams to have the best season possible, and you just gave up a loss. You ended your 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 winning streak that started in week two. It was what they are now. What six and two or seven and two? Seven and two. Dallas. Mm-hmm. They were on a seven game winning streak. I think they're six and two actually because they did they Whatever. they had their bye. They're, yeah, they're, they're six, they're and, six two. and two. Yes. They had a six game winning streak, and now it's gone. Now it's you, gone. You couldn't Poof. take care of business against Denver. My number nine team in the power rankings, your Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. All right. The Pittsburgh Steelers making their way back into my power rankings, sitting at number nine. Much like my number 10 team, the New England Patriots, this team is just taking care of business in an AFC that has gone completely upside down in the past couple of weeks. So, five and three record. Did they get there the best way? No, they did no. not. The style points were not there at all, but. They don't ask you how. They ask you how many at the end of the year. And right now the Steelers are sitting at 5-3. and three. They're sitting at that sixth seed in the AFC. The only team in front of them wild card-wise is the Raiders. The only reason why they're in front of them is because of the head-to-head. I've said multiple times on this podcast, the Raiders are going to fall off. So Steelers are in a very good spot. in your top ten last week. Not this week, though. <laughs> and they're in a good spot. The Steelers are in a good spot right now. Continue to take care of business, win this game against the Lions, and let's head into the death stretch, six and three, trying to grab at least three wins there, get to nine and eight. That probably sneaks you in. Get four wins, though, and you're in with ten wins, I think, easy peasy. So Steelers are in a good spot to try to make a push for the playoffs. They can control their own destiny. That's what you always want to do at the halfway point is have yourself in the driver's seat for a playoff spot. It's exactly what the Steelers are. 
and they're the number nine team, according to myself, in Week 10. Totally fair. I mean, to me, taking care of business against lesser teams isn't going to move you up or rather move you into my top 10. But, hey, I mean, I had them in my top 10 last week. They just fell off a little bit just because, you know, I wasn't super impressed by the Bears by the Bears win, and so it wasn't enough to put them in my top 10. But happy to see them in your top nine, Tom. My number nine team, as I teased a little bit earlier, was the other team who had, who had by far the worst loss on the week, the Buffalo Bills. How do you lose to the Jaguars if you're the Bills, Tom? Make it make sense. Please make it make sense because I have – I have nothing. I'll try to make it make sense because they're my number eight team, the Buffalo Bills. Um, you just sleepwalk through it. I mean, you just you don't think that it's going to be a game. You you think you can just roll out of bed and win. I I don't know how you have that happen. How how do you not score a touchdown? I mean, that's the oh biggest problem goodness. of that game is a touchdown probably wins it for you. You're one of the best offenses in all of football. You are the best offense in football right now. Can't get it in the end zone against the Jags. Josh Allen is just tormenting Josh Allen everywhere he t- everywhere Josh Allen turns. Josh Allen's in his face. Like, and here's the thing too: this isn't a trap game for them. They play the Jets next week. They play the Colts at home the week following. They don't have a, a competitive game until they face the Patriots in a month from now. Oh, those Patriots and Bill Belichick—they're lurking, baby. But this wasn't even. This wasn't okay. You had the Patriots for the first time this year next week. Can we finally kill Goliath and and and, and no Take longer this and no longer be the David of the division? Win the division two years straight. Be the dominant team. No, you don't face them for another month. You can't call it a trap game. You can just call it an utter failure. This was supposed to be their get fat stretch. They were supposed to get fat on wins against the Jags, the Jets, the Dolphins. They were supposed to stack. It's okay to lose against the Titans. The Titans are a good team. Yeah, it, when they had Derrick Henry too, especially. especially. But it's not okay to lose to the Jags. No. And no matter Under any who circumstance, you are, even if you're the Lions or you're another bad team, bottom of the barrel, gotta beat the Jags. It's not okay to lose if you're a bot, if you're a one-win team or a two-win team or a three-win team by the end of the year. If you're if one of your losses comes against a, a fellow one-win, two-win, three-win team, it's gonna look bad on you. Well, like I said, the Bills were my number eight team too. So your number eight would be my number eight team, the LA Chargers. Okay, I don't have them in my top ten. See, okay, so. I give them credit for winning against Philadelphia. I think Philly is... Oh, giving credit for winning a close game against a bad team. This is not a bad team, Philadelphia. Philadelphia is not a horrible team. They're, what, three and five? Okay. Not not terrible. Okay. Yes, you lose against the Patriots off of a pick six to end the game, but I think that they're still a playoff team. That's the thing. I know... They're winning the the West right now. I know the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. I don't know where the Steelers and the Patriots will fall at year's end in the AFC playoff race. The Chargers looked like a death machine after that ra- before that Ravens loss. Ago, yeah. And ever since that Ravens loss, that humble pie, it's been hitting pretty hard so for them. So it was a bad loss against the Ravens, a bad loss. You can't chalk it up for anything else. They only put up six points in that game. Then you lose off of a pick six against the Patriots. Patriots are a good team, Tom. Let's let's be honest. They're, they're a playoff Top 10, baby. hunting I mean. team, okay? Philly maybe is their most questionable loss in the year, but still, well, they beat they Philly. Won. Yeah, they won. So there is no questionable loss there. Sorry, sorry. I, I mean, a questionable team they faced since things went south against Baltimore. So they won against Philly, but they lost against a good team against Baltimore and a playoff hunting team against New England. So 
Uh, I still have faith that the Chargers are going to be a playoff team. I still think Belichick can bleep with young quarterbacks, too. He did. I, I, I think that's what happened he in did. the Chargers game. He, he screwed with Justin Herbert. Did it to Darnold again for I mean, the Darnold's 15th not, straight Darnold's time. nothing special. But still, he loves tormenting I, I mean, that we guy. were so – we were drinking. We were guzzling down the Sam Darnold Kool-Aid after the Panthers started 3-0. That Kool-Aid, that, that Gatorade chug or whatever, it's empty. We owe Adam Gase an apology. We'll get to that in a later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just kidding. We won't. Number 17 for me is those Dallas Cowboys who suffered that loss wow. to the Denver Broncos. I don't think seven's that high. I mean, I had them in my top five for the past, like, five weeks. So mm. got to knock them there. Look, you're fooling yourself if you think they lose to Denver and now the sky's going to fall. There's still a team I think can get to the Super Bowl. There's still a team I that— I don't know about the Super Bowl. Oh, I know about the Super Bowl. I think Something there are was a couple wrong. other good teams in the NFC that are going to be standing in their way. That offense can still score, man. I know that they had a rough go of it against Denver, and Dak was not himself. Maybe a little rust there, having to come back from the injury, missed the week before, but maybe he's still injured. Maybe he wasn't 100%. I still think that's an offense that can put up 30 points on any team in the NFL. They didn't do it against Denver. Dude, it's the NFL, man. I mean, that that stuff happens from week to week. I'm still pretty confident in the Cowboys being a contender for sure. Uh, Just had a bad week. Uh, it's important to see how they respond this next week, though. They got to put up at least 28 points. They got to have a good offensive showing. And the defense has got to tighten up a bit because you're supposed to be better on defense now. You're supposed to be able to win games because your offense isn't doing that great, but your defense is keeping you in it for your offense to make a big play late. That wasn't the case against Denver. They just got boat raced from all sides of things. So, very close eye being kept on the Dallas Cowboys, but I do expect them to respond well this week. All right, that's fair. For me, my number seven team, the Cleveland Browns. Talk about taking care of business. I think that's been the theme of this this week's playoff or playoff power rankings. Cleveland Browns took care of business, yes. and they did so in dominating fashion. Forty-one. What was the final score of that game? Forty-one sixteen, I believe. Something, something like that. I know they put up 41 points. I don't know how many points the Bengals ended up scoring, but geez Louise, is, is Nick Chubb good? I can't believe he put the Browns ahead of the Steelers. They just beat the Browns. They literally called, just weekly, beat the Browns. Weekly power rankings. So what happened between last week and this week when the Steelers beat the Browns was both teams won. And you drop you drop the Steelers out Sorry. and you move the Browns up to seven. It's mine, okay? I don't spend – I don't I – don't, First of all, no one can see Tom right now giving me this I'm so confused. questionable look. It's a weekly power ranking. I'm confused to put the Dallas Cowboys that high. I'm surprised you put the, the New England Patriots in your top ten. Who wins this weekend, Browns or Patriots? Are they playing each other? At New England. Oh, I don't know. New England's favored to win the game. It's going to be a good game. I picked the Browns to win against Cincinnati. I knew that the Browns were going to be able to bounce back from their loss against the Steelers, and I knew that the, the Bengals are still going to have some growing pains after even after losing against the Jets, which they didn't, obviously did not expect to do. Prediction time, Baker's going to look pretty bad against Belichick. Pretty bad. Browns still might yeah, win a close know. game. So Matt but... Judon's been tearing it up for New England. Great signing by them. I don't know who has the who has the edge, though. Judon and the Pats rush defense or Nick Chubb? Well, first of all, no Nick Chubb this week on the COVID list. That's hurting them. All their three or four of their backs are on the COVID list. Dearness Johnson's the only one that's healthy. I think the only one they have is Dearness Johnson. Dude, 
Belichick is going to make life hell for for Baker. I think because like Nick we just Chubb, said, he can still torment the quarterbacks. Because Nick Chubb, I gotta give it to the Patriots. Oh, there you go. Patriots gonna be even more firmly in that seven seed spot if they do, in fact, beat the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's man, a big game, though. Too at, much time talking about Cleveland. I mean, they took care of business against the Bengals. It sucks they, that games pegged the Bengals. They 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 put the Bengals down a peg. We were talking about it on Friday when we were doing our our just our round our. Around Fireside through. Friday. No, no, no. Before, yeah, yeah. Fireside Friday. Sorry. Uh, just going through week nine or week ten scores, uh, saying it'd be better for the Steelers for the Bengals to win that game. That way, the Browns are even lower in the standings for the AFC North, and you only really have to worry about the Bengals and the and the Ravens ahead of you. But now, all teams are basically even. A little jealous that the or not jealous, but a little upset is the better term. That that Patriots Browns game is also in the one o'clock window on Sunday. Uh, definitely keep a a corner of my eye on that scoreboard though. While the Steelers are hopefully dominating the Detroit Lions. Yeah, hopefully you can spend a lot yeah, of time hopefully watching. Yeah, hopefully game's Cleveland, already over. Yeah, Cleveland and New England game because the the Steelers shouldn't be an issue. Number the, six. The Lions shouldn't be an issue. Number six for me, the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. I'm going with the Rams. They that lose. Low. They lose to the Derrick Henry list Titans and. I was impressed with the Titans without Derrick Henry. Absolutely. I was impressed with A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and, and Ryan Tannehill. That, that still worked despite not having the threat of Derrick Henry in the backfield. That's why you bring in a guy like Julio Jones, so that you're not just left. If, if, if A.J. Brown goes down, you're just left with Derrick Henry, and if Derrick Henry goes down, you're just left with A.J. Brown. No, they've got great skill position players there in Tennessee. Hell, Adrian Peterson even got a touchdown against the Rams in he that did. game. But from start to finish, they really dominated. They might be the most physical football team in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans, I mean. And they really punched the Rams in the mouth in that game. And how about the defense? Defense we'll, played. We'll, we'll talk about more about the, the When we get the to the Titans. But talking about their defense, uh, talk about the Rams' offense. I mean, it did not look good at all no. in that game. Matt Stafford did not look – that looked like some Lions Matt Stafford performances that we've seen, not what? the one we've one, seen so was far. Was it one touchdown, two interceptions? Two picks. No, no touchdowns, two interceptions? And, like – a Carson Wentz level play where he just oh, yeah. throws Bone the ball headed. up in the end, like very dumb uh, of of Stafford. Some people are like, "Well, you you avoid the safety and you hold him to a field goal, and then they get one point on net, but at least you get the ball back." And it's like next play touchdown into the end zone. Titans score six po- or score seven points, so all of your theories are out the window. But the Rams still a really good force, just like the Cowboys had a tough loss, but I think. Right there in Super Bowl contender status for me. Uh, I believe they'll be a very tough outcome the playoffs, but falling out of my top five for the first or for the first time in a long time with that loss to the Derrick Henryless Titans on Sunday Night Football. And and again, it's not just the loss from start to finish. You got punched. I mean, it was just a dominating performance. Can't can't do, can't have that happen at home against the team missing their best player. Prime time too. I mean, but you're you're already on the map. You're an LA team, and you you've been one of the best teams in football. But just lock it down. Yeah, Derrick Henry's gone. You have no reason to lose that game. But uh, yeah, they fell for me too, but not as far as they fell for you. For me, my number sixteen, the Baltimore Ravens, again took care of business. Didn't look like they were going to against the Minnesota Vikings early on. It's the Vikings. Gotta give, man. gotta give credit. Is it the Vikings or the Ravens? It's all the Vikings do. Or is it the Ravens who just seem to never be out of a football game? The Ravens just win close games and the Vikings lose close games. But it wasn't a close game, Tom. 
The Ravens made it a close game because they scored 300 answered touchdowns. That's how the Vikings lose, man. Over- That's how the Ravens win. Overtime, as well. b- bull crap calls. Like, it's more Vikings than Ravens, I think, because the Vikings are a cursed franchise. Well, you have yet to name your Ravens in the power rankings. Oh, they're coming. So you obviously give them more credit for this win than I did. But still, to me, they're a top I don't know if I give them more credit for this win. I think the rest of the AFC just kind of fell flat on their face the past couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good point. Uh, But right now, they still sit atop the AFC North, and it's crazy to me to think about it. Last week, uh, they were on the bye, I believe. Um, They were. So coming off the loss against the Bengals, you you were thinking when they got down early against the Vikings, wow. They just lost two weeks ago against the against the Bengals, so they're six and two. Could they really fall to six and three and make it? The Steelers only a half game back for the division lead if they take care of business against Chicago. And they cannot. And they cannot. They cannot. They win. They the are now game. a full game back. Starting into my top five, number five, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers were off this week, bye week for. Tom Brady and Bunch coming off of their loss to the New Orleans Saints. So the Buccaneers need to get things back on the right track. Full faith that they will. Um, Again, this is a team that was a wild card last year and had to go on the road every single round of the playoffs, and Tom Brady still got it done. So even if they don't get that one seed, hell, even if they don't get the two or three seed and they got to go on the road in the conference championship game, Still have a lot of faith. It's going to be hard for me to pick against Tampa Bay and the Buccaneers come playoff time. And they'll keep stacking wins against teams they should beat. Will they lose a game here or there? I think that's already been proven. They'll lose probably one or two more games down the stretch here. But I don't see any more than that happening. I mean, 13-4 and four is probably the, the lowest point they can drop. Maybe you get a 12-5. and five. Either way, firmly going to win the division with that record. And like I said, still one of the better teams in football in my mind. Just kind of in that weird floating spot where you're off a loss and in a bye, so you're number five. You you really can't do much or do little for teams or for guys like us to to move you up or down in the power rankings. For me, my number five team is your number six team, the LA Rams. I I, I don't know how you lose this game, Tom, if you're the Rams. You're you're at home. It's a Sunday night game. You know all week long that Derrick Henry will not be there, so all you have to do is prepare for guys like McNichols or a 50-year-old Adrian Peterson. And not only can you not beat that offense, but your defense or, sorry, not only can your defense not prepare against that offense, but your offense can't put up any points against that opposing defense, which isn't anything special. right? We've been saying all year long, the Titans' defense is nothing to write home about. It's all about the offense that that team is keeping things interesting and the reason they're at 7-2 and on the year so far. But the Rams really, I mean, we've talked about disappointing losses this this week. I think this is probably second to Dallas for the most disappointing loss across NFC teams. Number four for me, I got those Green Bay Packers. Suffered mm-hmm. a loss to the Kansas City Chiefs, but the reason why I don't drop them too far is because of the circumstances around that loss, mainly being the fact that Aaron Rodgers kind of flew over the cuckoo's nest this past week and... I'm not saying getting COVID is flying over the cuckoo's nest, but what happened after he got COVID is where the, the reason he cuckoo, got the reason cuckoo. he got COVID. That's where that started to come into play. And, and and yeah, but they lose a game to the Chiefs that again Steelers fans should be mad at him. Needed him to play, give the Chiefs another loss. He doesn't play. The Chiefs are able to scratch away a 13 to seven win, 
and keep themselves firmly in that mix for the wild card spot. So unlucky for the Steelers as well as for the Packers in that situation. But Aaron Rodgers, man, this is so selfish. I mean, it really is. I mean, you were in the driver's seat after a big win against the Cardinals on Thursday Night Football to get that one seat, to have home field advantage, to get that important week of rest between the, the end of the longer regular season and the playoffs starting. You go and you give it right back the next week. I mean, the next week you go and you give it right back to the Arizona Cardinals. When, so, you, when you expect with Aaron Rodgers healthy or with Aaron Rodgers available to you, you can easily win that game against Kansas Easily. You're, you're, even though the Chiefs' offense is broken, they shouldn't be held to 13 points. Like, 13 points. That's all. And Mason Crosby makes his field goals. We're going to overtime. Maybe the Packers do win that game. But still number four for me because until they lose a game like that with Rodgers at quarterback, they're not going to drop far. Mm-hmm. My number four team, uh, your number five team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, like you said earlier, you really can't move them up too high or move them down too low just because they were on the bye. So the freshest thing in your memory is the upset loss against the New Orleans Saints. However, that does nothing for me in terms of them possibly giving up the division lead. Yes, they're only one game ahead of the Saints, but to me – that division lead will never be forfeited. I don't think it'll ever be in jeopardy, Tom. I don't care if the Saints go on some type of ridiculous run down the stretch of the season. Eh. To me, it's always gonna it's it's gonna be the Buccaneers. Saints are the weirdest team in the NFL. Right. So there's no indication that they're not gonna forfeit up some weird yeah, losses they don't, down the stretch. They don't have the consistency. Especially with Taysom Hill a quarterback or with sorry, not Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon a quarterback. They're not consistent no. enough. They're just and, not. And to me, even though yes, they should have beaten the Buccaneers should have beaten the Saints just a week ago, they're still to me a top four team. And they could be a top three team as soon as they get back on track and actually play a game and win a game again. Number three for me the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I figured that's where you got them sitting at number three. Again, it's mainly because everybody else in the AFC just kind of fell flat on their face, and they were sitting right. on a bye and, and then I get, get a win. That, but the teams you have the, above the Ravens are the Rams, the Bucks, and the Packers, mm-hmm. NFC teams. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I and the Rams, the Buccaneers coming off of a loss at before their bye, and the Packers okay. coming off of a loss. Well, so. you just made a point to say that because of the rest of the AFC made mistakes and they didn't, so I didn't know if you were. I just think the NFC with that. I think Lamar Jackson's on an MVP pace, of course. I think if he could go to him only because Derrick Henry is out. You have to look at this Ravens team and and really wonder what if their running backs were healthy and Peters was healthy? What would they look like? Because it might be the best team. We're all kind of trying to reach for who's that team, like who's the best team, Mm -hmm. who's at the top of the mountain right now. I think a fully healthy Ravens roster might take that cake. They're just not healthy, and they won't be healthy all year. So it's I, it's Lamar. It's, for me. it's Lamar trying to keep things up on his own back. Does he break? Maybe he does. So far, he has not, and they're winning close games because of number eight. And I think that that's a formula that actually can be sustainable moving forward as long as he stays healthy. That's a huge question mark, of course, with a quarterback that takes a lot of risks like he does. But right now. Number three in my NFL and number two in my AFC, the Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. Yeah, I had them way down at my number six, but they're winning games, Tom. They're doing what they're supposed to do. The name of the game, Jacob, win the football game. My number three team is your number four team, the Green Bay Packers. You can't give – you can't discredit the Packers as a whole for what Aaron Rodgers did. 
and you can't discredit this loss or you can't give them too much discredit for this loss because they were without Aaron. In a Rodgers. weird way, you're more impressed with how their defense played. Right. Like they're to only contain yeah. Kansas City to 13 points. Like in a, you can take positives from it if you're a Packers Absolutely. fan. Absolutely. It just thinks that you lost the one seed, the right. control of the and one seed. I don't know who the Packers play next week, but uh, I can look it up real quick. There's a risk that he might not be back either, right? Because non well, non vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. And okay, so it's actually a really interesting game because it's against the Seahawks. It'll be the first time Russell Wilson is eligible to come back. Play. Yeah. If Russell Wilson plays and Aaron Rodgers doesn't, I think that even if it's in Green Bay, I think that could be a win for Seattle. I think it's in Seattle. It's in Green Bay. It's in Green Bay. Okay, Green Bay. but even with Rodgers healthy, that's a tougher game with Wilson. Oh, absolutely, back. no question about it. But with Russell Wilson back for sure, and no Rodgers, that's I think Seattle. Might I think favored to win for Seattle. Favored to win yeah. that football game, honestly. I mean, let's think about it. Jordan Love's mom is going to be using those binoculars to find her boy. <laughs> Why couldn't they get her better seats? <laughs> I don't know. She's gonna. She's not even gonna want to use the binoculars because I think that Seattle could run away with it. Why that. are they not getting her better seats? That's ridiculous. Come on, Green Bay and Kansas City. Come uh, on, do better. Number two and number one. I, I think we we're the, the same. same Tennessee today. number two. Yep. Arizona, Arizona number, number one. one. Yeah. Tennessee really proved it to us. The we most thought impressive win this week. Yeah, and you know we were saying they had six wins heading into that game, and we were looking like they can grab four more wins down the stretch. And get to ten wins and easily take the South. And none of those four were the, the Rams, Rams. No, so now they're looking at eleven or twelve wins down the eye, yeah. and they're going to compete for the one seed. I think still for even without Henry this yeah, year. Yeah, it's going to be between Baltimore, Buffalo, and Tennessee. I think it's more important for Tennessee than any team, though, because I think if you get the bye, there's a chance he's back for the, back for the divisional round. round. Even if you get and have to play in the wild card round, all you need to do is win one football game without them, and your king's back. So and you're also you're going to have a home football game, no matter what, because right. you're winning that division. Mm -hmm. So sure. win a home game or just have off that week, and you're going to get King Henry back. So could be the difference maker. Titans are still right there in the Super Bowl mix Absolutely. after proving they can do it without him. Uh, I mean. Let's just say this. There's no question they're going to stack the four wins against the Texans and the Jags mm -hmm. that they have to play and still. And the Colts again. Yeah, like so they're going to get to 11 wins at least. I still think they're a very dangerous football team. And then Arizona at number one Come again. On. That's Without, an out With Colt McCoy quarterback. In San Francisco. San Francisco total back against their wall kind of game. Got to have this one if you want to stay in the, in the hunt here. And they get run out of the building by, by Colt McCoy and James Conner. James Conner, who leads the NFL in total touchdowns Crazy. so far this year. Good who saw him. that coming? Honestly, good for him. Uh, it is great for him. I don't want Steelers Nation to go crazy and say, well, what about we had James Conner? He averages like three yards per carry. Right. Like he's not like a – he had 98 yards. He had his best performance against the Niners sure. this past week, but he's not a feature back right now. He's just – He's just hawking a lot of touchdowns away from Chase Edmonds, who's rushing for like 4.8 yards Edmonds per carry. Now also is on the IR too, so he's getting a lot more play uh, as well. But yeah, no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins, no problem. We'll go in yeah, and we'll beat. Totally we'll win 31 to 17 against our, our division rival and in I, their house. I've said it every week, Tom. That defense is equally as impressive as their offense. A little extra breathing room. Gained against the Rams as well, who they already beat head to head. Rams fall to the a, second loss. An extra game ahead. The Cardinals yep. only have one loss on the year. They sit at the one seed in all of the NFC as mm -hmm. well. So we had a very we had a very overall similar the bottom half, not so much, but the top half 
if you would just move the Baltimore Ravens down I won't a do couple it. notches. I won't do it. No, I'm just saying. Because Don't we, try we to make me do it. In order, the Rams and then the Bucks and then the Packers. You just put the Ravens in the middle of that. I did. I did. That'll do it for this Week 10 edition <laughs> of the Power Rankings. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen. For Jacob Recht, I am Tom Offerman, and we will be back again later this week to preview Steelers and Lions. Heinz Field Sunday at 1 p.m. Oh, boy. Thanks, as always, for giving the Steelers standard a listen.